The first thing I noticed was my ears. They were, simply put, about to explode. They never prepared me for that. I don't think they even knew that this would be the place or that this place even existed. They would just toss me out here and I would do their dirty little deed. Well, my ears had never been made aware of those facts. They strained and struggled against the pressure. It was, well, it was actually less pressure up here, I think, but what even was this place? I looked around and there was nothing but gray, but at least this gray had a sort of texture to it, little contours where the light reflected more or less, and I assumed that this was where the clouds were, full or more or less vapor. Wait, these weren't clouds, but they must have been. They felt a little bit wet to the touch. But then what was I walking on? What was I standing on? I couldn't quite remember having legs. I looked down, and yes, they were there, but what was I standing on? I... Oh, it was hurting my mind already. They said that it would be something like this, that it would just objectively make everything that I'd ever learned feel like mush, but I didn't think that it would be this bad. I gingerly put out my leg to take a step. My foot found ground, sort of. It was mushy, sort of like sand on the beach when the waves are rushing over and you put your foot down, lift it up, and... The sand oozes back with a little pop. Like, really sludge-like, but a little less dense than that. Like something you would expect your foot to fall clean through when you put them on. And yet, there my feet were moving through <laughs> the clouds. Apparently, I... Again, I, I felt like I had to think about it. That was obviously folly. This thing, what... Whatever this thing was, it needed to die, and I was the emissary of that needed end. So I took a step forward. I took another. I immediately started seeing things within clouds. Tiny shapes darting about. They were slender and without many features, almost like fish. But these were the clouds, and yet I was walking... <sighs> Again, I had to suppress my thoughts. These things weren't supposed to make sense, I took it. This place was constructed of absolute insanity, but that was just to be expected, sort of. I mean, I never should have expected this. One of the fish wriggled its way out of the clouds, and it had a face, a very recognizable face. Not a human face, thank the gods, but it wasn't a fish's face. I couldn't quite put what it was. It was rather furry, but... The rest of the body was a fish. I understood that this was madness, but again, I, I refused to think about it. I took another step. They had promised me so much down below, if down below was where they really were. I supposed I was now above them. I had to stop thinking about that, too. I didn't know what I expected as a reward. I didn't know if I would ever construct a nice life for myself down below, or if I would be forever be tainted by the nonsensical happenings that were darting before my eyes and brushing against my skin. These were things that shouldn't have been, and yet still were. I, I, I don't know, maybe it 
wouldn't be that hard. It, it's, it's very easy to forget things, I've found. In fact, that's half of what they taught me. I suppose they had reasons why I can't remember them. I don't remember the first year. I have no clue about the second or third, but I do have an inkling about the times before, and... <laughs> why, why would they take that memory away from me? They... Why would they make me so null and send me here, where, wherever here was? And what was this thing that I was supposed to kill? It wasn't... It, it, it didn't make any sense. More furred fish were darting between the clouds, and I was still walking, possessed by some odd motivation that I couldn't quite place, that made absolutely no sense. I tried to ignore it. They promised me a lot of money. They promised my family a lot of money. They promised the world a lot of good. And they'd made good on their promises thus far. I'd been getting letters from my family about how they'd been able to fix the roof. We'd never had enough money for that. We'd, they'd fix the boiler, they'd fix the furnace. Just everything, everything not as bad as before. Maybe when the winter came, even now, even if I failed, maybe they'd still be able to get a little bit of pleasure out of my sacrifice. Then again, I, I don't know what failure was at this point. I was still walking. I didn't know to what. There weren't very many features among the clouds besides the mock fish, and I felt as though they were thinning somehow, and that I would come across clear sky that, but that seemed logical and real. Already I knew that everything I felt would be as such, you know, wouldn't. My hopes for my mind not shattering to pieces were becoming slimmer by the second. But they'd shown a photo of the house, and it was so much better, so much more colorful than it had been before, and my family was smiling. I dunno. How shattered would they be if they got news that I died, or that I came back and was permanently changed in whatever way this place can change you? What what if I was a fish? I, I, I didn't know, and I refused to think about it. I continued to walk in that squishy, ephemeral landscape, whatever it may have been. I refused to think about that, too. In a way, ignorance was my best armor. That must have been why they kept my memory away from me. Maybe in order to walk on this, I'd had to learn some technique, become thoroughly acquainted with a piece of sky-fallen technology, but in learning it, I... <laughs> whatever. This madness would come into something. It would turn into something good. I trusted them, and so they trusted me. As I walked forward and saw jewels sparkling in the distance, I wondered how I was supposed to kill the thing that I was supposed to kill. They hadn't told me that. I guess that must have just figured that I would logic the solution out somehow, which, granted that my mind seemed to be melting into soup, felt very unlikely. This thing that I was supposed to murder, what, what, what was it? Apparently it had broken some sort of promise that it was supposed to go away, you know, a long, long time ago, but what did it even do? Why did they want it away? I... <laughs> I was in someone's house. How did I get into the house? How could I have missed that my very feet were scraping his threshold? And yet, I, I was here in this house with some odd fish picking in through the windows. 
It was a nice house. It was very similar to my old place, but only one story. The furnace was on and was working quite well. Even in the cold of the clouds, it made me warm, and I had a little warm-up session in front of it. Whatever this marked creature was, it was called the burning. What could that possibly be? What, what could be burning? Was it the very stars that hung above in the sky? Was it the fire in the furnace? Was I supposed to extinguish it? Burning could mean dozens of different things. It could mean passion. There were an infinite amount of passions beneath the sky, and yet, even still, it could just mean this furnace. So I searched around for a pail of water. There was a pail, no water. In fact, my throat was getting a little parched, so... I went outside, I gathered a few of the clouds, and I squeezed them together. And I squeezed them together. Don't, 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 don't ask me how that makes any sense. It, it doesn't. From that water, I first satiated my own thirst. No sense in dying just yet. Especially if this wasn't what I was supposed to do. And with the rest of it, well, I, I put the furnace out. It was very cold, bone-breakingly chilly. So much colder than it had ever been outside. That didn't make sense either, but... I went outside and I kept walking. Maybe if that had been what I was supposed to do, they would bring me back. Maybe they would know and fulfill the promises given to me by their benevolent exteriors. Or maybe... maybe I was trapped. I... Yeah, I was probably trapped, wasn't I? If they could take my memory away, they could very easily take my life away, too. What was I to them anyways? Why would they fulfill their promise to my family, even if I succeeded? What was I to them? A cog in a giant machine. What was I to them? Then again, what were they to each other? Each one another piece of that thing, any second easily replaced by something, somebody else for the purposes of the good, apparently. What sort of good was that? Where well, one person could be drafted out at any second, sent to freeze in this no-man's land. And, as I walked along the cool and absolutely surreal landscape, I understood that a lot of my anger was boiling up because I was selfish. If this thing, if what I did back there was good, if what I was going to do was good, then how dare I expect some of that good boon in return? It didn't have to be that way, of course. I should just do that good because it was good, and not because I expected they would give me something in return, like my life or my family's boiler. And yet I kept walking. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I just kept walking through life. And a little prick in the back of my head told me that the burning one was still not dead. I had to find them, and I would find them soon. A cold wind blew in from the east. I was alone, for now. The little fish things weren't peeking around. Maybe they just liked hanging about the house. It was a nice house. Well, it was a nice house. Now I don't think that anything could inhabit it. Nothing lives in such cold. I guarded myself against the wind. I was alone, yes, but if I just kept moving forward, maybe I would find something.